0: Happy December 16th, 2021. You are tuned into the afternoon podcast for News Source One. Michiana is called, Michiana Speak Out. The day after the big windstorm of 2021, we've got a debrief from AccuWeather to give for you and a preview of the potential, potential for snow. We'll see where it's gonna be for Christmas 2021. All coming up after the news.
1: News Nation this hour, I'm Vic Vaughn. The National Weather Service is surveying 11 reported tornadoes last night across the Great Plains and Midwest. Another two have already been confirmed. News Nation's Gerard Bailey. We're still seeing sort of the tail end of that, but we will start to see some improvements there, but it is very rare to see this kind of severe weather this time of the year, and this far north too. Had sustained 40 to 70 mile an hour winds with gusts over 100 in parts of Colorado and Kansas, it's blamed for at least two deaths and knocked out the power for more than a half million customers. An gang in Haiti has released all remaining hostages kidnapped back in mid-October, most of them Americans, one Canadian, 12 adults and 5 children including an infant, all missionaries from a church in Ohio. They're still in Haiti being treated at a hospital. The Biden administration's imposing new sanctions on China over human rights abuses against Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang. The sanctions target government agencies and biotech companies that support China's military. The CDC's holding talks today about a rare but persistent blood clot issue with Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine. It's affected just 50 out of 14 million people since last December. Six have died. CEOs of the four largest U.S. airlines have told Congress they're dealing with pandemic-related work shortages that are partially to blame for flight cancellations. News Nation's Paul Gerke. Executives from American, United, Southwest, and Delta Airlines showed their appreciation to a Senate committee yesterday for the $54 billion in CARES Act funding that Congress handed out to keep their industry afloat during the peak of the pandemic. Those airlines claim that money saved nearly 400,000 jobs. But despite that, now that demand is back, airlines are struggling to fill pilot, flight attendant, and other personnel positions. Strong demand and builder confidence pushed new home construction in the U.S. up nearly 12% in November. Commerce Department says it's now up 8.3% from this time last year. A homicide detective in Florida is blamed for botching the state's case against a mass shooting suspect. Former prosecutor David Weinstein says he got a confession after the suspect asked for a lawyer.
2: It was a rather huge mistake. Because this defendant invoked his right to counsel after he was in custody and didn't want to talk without his lawyer being present, the detective should have
3: stopped questioning.
1: Miami-Dade prosecutors say without the Confession there's insufficient evidence 20-year-old Warnrick Buckner admitted to killing 3 and injuring 20 others back in late May at Elmula Banquet Hall Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at newsnationnow.com and the News Nation Now app I'm Vic Vaughn
4: From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. France is banning travel from the UK later this week for anyone without a compelling reason to make the journey. Leisure trips or non-urgent business will not be considered valid reasons for travel into France from Saturday. From FSN's Paris bureau, Ross Cullen reports. The sudden move was announced on Thursday by the government who said the aim of the new restrictions was to tighten the net to slow down new Omicron infections coming in from the UK. French residents and French citizens will be allowed to come in from Britain but they must isolate for a week and test negative to release. Everyone coming into France from the UK must also provide proof of a negative coronavirus test that is no older than 24 hours. And the new restrictions apply to everyone, including people who are fully vaccinated, and those who have had a booster shot. Ross Cullen, Paris. The British government is under pressure to provide more support for sectors of the economy that are being hard hit by the spread of the Omicron variant. England's chief medical officer today urged people not to mix with people you don't have to. Hospitality firms say bookings are falling sharply as a result. Brian Whiting is the owner of four pubs in Kent. This Friday is one of the busiest days of the year for our industry. And obviously already it has been destroyed. What we've got is a lockdown by stealth this time. You know, when when Mr. Witty told everybody they should prioritise what they should be doing, you know, we all knew what he was saying. And we've had it, you know, I've had some pals even today who have booked, Big parties at our place that have phoned up and apologize to me personally. They feel awful, but people in their family are trying to save themselves for Christmas Day. In the US, Omicron cases continue to spread with some schools moving to distance learning in the Washington, D.C. area. Cornell University has closed its main campus in New York, and New York University has moved its end-of-term exams online. The White House continues to insist there is no need for shutdowns or fresh restrictions. EU leaders have been discussing booster jabs at a one-day summit in Brussels. They've also voiced fresh concerns about Russia's intentions towards Ukraine. From FSN's Brussels bureau, Ryan Thompson with more.
0: The flare-up in recent weeks has been something on the eye of the European Union uh, for many days. And Germany, France and even Spain saying that they don't want to impose sanctions just yet. They want to continue a dialogue with Moscow to see if they can reach a peaceful accord Without having to go to these next steps, that's of course because there's so much riding on it. In the case of Germany, uh, includes energy pipelines and a number of critical infrastructure projects that are shared. Now, that dialogue will continue today, but will the
2: dialogue change slightly? Will they be reaching a new, different conclusion? Uh, unlikely so, because of course the
4: EU heavyweights have made their point so clear. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking in more depth today at the Bank of England's decision to raise interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point. It's the first major central bank to raise rates since the COVID 19 pandemic began. The decision follows the news that Britain recorded an inflation rate of 5.1% last month. That's the highest annual rate in more than a decade. It follows data in the US, where prices are rising at their fastest level since 1982. Central banks around the world face complicated decisions in the months ahead.
3: Well, the Bank of England are certainly in a, a quite an uncomfortable position. They will see inflation surging, but they also see the economy slowing.
4: Soren Thiru is the head of economics at the British Chambers of Commerce.
3: Prices in, in, in the high street on people's on, on shop shelves are rising at a faster rate than wages at the moment. So that means the pound in your pocket is is, is going less further than it did uh, maybe six to eight months ago. So that's clearly a concern because that can That impacts people's incomes in real terms after inflation, but also has an impact for the wider economy because consumer spending is such a critical part of the UK economy. It counts around two-thirds of economic output.
4: In the rest of Europe, inflation hit 4.9% in November. That's a record for the eurozone. The pressure is on not just central banks, but political leaders as well to demonstrate they can weather very uncertain economic waters. The main news again. France is banning travel from the UK later this week for anyone without a compelling reason to make the journey. Hospitality firms in Britain say bookings are falling rapidly as a result of warnings about Omicron's spread. And EU leaders have voiced fresh concern about Russia's intentions towards Ukraine at a one-day summit meeting in Brussels. There's more from us on Twitter at Feature Story. And that is the latest Feature Story news. Simon Marks reporting.
5: Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to Michigan Speak Out. My name is Keith Thues, your host. It is a very nice day, and the winds are finally, finally, finally dying down. A little bit after the next break, I'll go over some stats and figures of an insane severe weather and high wind event for the middle part of the united states it is just unbelievable what, what went down and i it gave you a little kickoff of what was happening at four o'clock yesterday with reed timmer and uh that was just just a um an appetizer if you will of everything that went down and accuweather has that information well breaking news on the shot front i had my shot on My booster shot on Tuesday, and unlike the second Moderna shot that gave me a fever of high 101, low 102 for a little bit, with chills, this one didn't go too bad. I I just felt run down. I felt tired, but made it through okay. But speaking of shots, this afternoon the CDC is going to send out a recommendation, still has to be signed off, saying that... Please get the Moderna shot or the Pfizer shot because of the earlier problem with the J and J of some deaths that occur was in women, and uh, there were concerned about blood clots. So apparently, there's a paper going to be that's out there, and they wanted to get it signed and approved to encourage get the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines. On another note of the breaking news I brought to you yesterday of. Susanna's Kitchen, the needy and homeless meal service at lunch at the the downtown church there, at the First Congregational Church on Third and Marion, they are moving, but we don't know know where they're going to move to. I spoke to the pastor, Izzy or Elizabeth, and uh, she gave me all the information. I, I'm not comfortable right now going over that information because the sale and everything is still in flux of the building. Um, but it has been a a process of discernment and prayer that the church has had for their particular move. And as soon as we know that uh, where the Suzanne's Kitchen is going to be, we will let you know and uh, try to bring it to you here. When we come back from the break, we're talking weather.
6: Kids just want to get out in the world and have fun. But their lives have been put on hold. Getting them thriving again safely starts with protecting them from COVID-19 and dangerous new variants. The Get the latest facts by speaking to your pediatrician or healthcare provider or by visiting getvaccineanswers.org. Good times good times good times Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Academy of Pediatrics.
1: Next Reality Studios, located at 1100 North Chicago Avenue in Goshen is your hot community spot for virtual reality. 20,000 square feet of VR fun. Social and community groups can use the Innovation Center for various trainings and events. Very easy to find at the Old Bag Factory. Look them up on Facebook and call ahead to book a time slot. Walk-ins are welcome too.
5: Injuries in home offices are workplace accidents. This is BreakingNewsEnglish.com. A German court has ruled that sustaining an injury while walking from your bedroom to your home office constitutes a workplace accident. The judges decided that walking a few meters from your bed to your desk in another room in your house can be considered a commute to work. As such, any injury sustained on that short journey can be eligible for compensation payouts. The landmark ruling was made in a case where a man slipped while descending a staircase from his bedroom to his home office and fractured a vertebra. The court decided that the first morning journey from bed to the home office is an insured work route. This decision could start a rush to get similar cases heard in courts. The notion of what constitutes a workplace has changed since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. Millions of people have switched from working in offices to working at home. This has implications for health and safety issues, as well as the legalities around workplace accidents. One big question concerns who is responsible for ensuring a home office satisfies safety requirements, and to what extent an employer is liable for injuries sustained in an employee's home. An expert on German employment law said new legislation would be needed to decide future claims. He told the CNN news agency that it seems likely that insurers will have to revisit this ruling often. This is Georgiana Hall reporting from South Korea.
3: Time names Elon Musk 2021 Person of the Year. This is BreakingNewsEnglish.com. Every December, Time magazine announces its Person of the Year. This year, that award goes to the groundbreaking entrepreneur Elon Musk. Times editor-in-chief Edward Felsenthal explained why. He wrote, Person of the Year is a marker of influence. Few individuals have had more influence than Musk on life on Earth, and, potentially, life off Earth too. He added, In 2021, Musk emerged not just as the world's richest person, but also as perhaps the richest example of a massive shift in our society. Mr Musk is worth more than $255 billion. He is the richest person in history. He is also helping to save our world and our future. He is leading efforts to explore space and get to Mars. The year 2021 was an amazing one for Elon Musk. He went into space in his own rocket. It was made by his company SpaceX. This is a pioneer in space tourism. It might enable us to travel to Mars. Mr Musk is also well known for his car company Tesla. This controls two-thirds of the multi-billion dollar electric car market. It is valued at around one trillion dollars. Musk is also an engineer, inventor, and a trailblazer in many other cutting-edge industries. He first made his name by co-founding the e-payments company PayPal. Today, he is a leading player in robotics, solar technology, cryptocurrency, artificial intelligence, and super-speed public transport. Time called him a genius and a visionary.
0: Welcome back to Michigan Speak Out. That was the news from breakingnewsenglish.com for this Thursday. Man, uh, how can I how can I say it? The the great windstorm, I guess they're gonna call it, of 2021. Just an incredible afternoon, morning, night, overnight of wind and, and damage and destruction. Uh, and some fatalities as well uh just unreal i I saw on facebook today record-breaking number of wind reports 75 miles per hour and greater at uh, this time yesterday i was telling you about reed timmer and his storm chasing group was on a chase with a storm that was moving at 80 miles an hour a little bit later, there was a storm, and I am not joking when I state this: a storm with a tornado warning moving at 100, yes, 100 miles per hour in Nebraska. And then the video of Fareed Timmer has him trying to retrieve his research probes in snow. Two hours after the impressive line of storms heavy snow squalls in that area just crazy 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 and then that's not even it they're trying to confirm if there was a snow nato tornado in the snow and 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 also which was talked about by tv meteorologist They shared that i believe There may have been a tornado in Minnesota, first time in history for that in the month of December. (sighs) Trucks blown over. Uh, It's just insane, the weather that we had last night. I, I hope that we don't forget it. I remember when I was a kid in second or, I think it was second grade, Elkhart, little Elkhart made it. Into the the news onto the weather channel for a wind gust of 100 miles per hour It put us on the map Well, anyway, it was just an incredible night of Storms and wind and we had the wind advisory and the strong winds that were blowing throughout the day and and you could just Feel the power and the energy of the storm and now the wind advisory is done, but let's go for our feature story today It's a long one, but there's a lot to talk about. Here's AccuWeather after the storm.
6: We're scientists, engineers. We're pragmatists and producers. At ExxonMobil, it's who we are. So we have a plan to help address climate change. We're increasing the efficiency of our operations while developing low-carbon technologies that can be deployed at scale. With that and more, we expect to reduce our absolute upstream greenhouse gas emissions by an estimated 30 percent by 2025. It's a plan we're committed to. In fact, we've already begun. Learn more at ExxonMobil.com solutions.
7: You don't even know where to begin with what happened yesterday in the central U.S. I mean, usually when you're talking about tornadoes and uh, severe weather during the month of December, that would be the headline. But it wasn't yesterday. It was the widespread wind damage that had nothing to do with thunderstorms that covered Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, and all the way into the upper Midwest. You're listening to the Weather Insider for Thursday, December 16th. Bernie Reno, Melissa Constanzer. And, you know, what a day uh, we had. And, and, and of course, the system that produced all this wind damage. uh, This was the system that uh, that. Came across California with the flash flooding, the several feet of snow in the Sierra, and it just shows you how energetic that system was.
6: Yeah, and I just seen like some of the reports, dust and fires spreading and yeah. those kinds of winds. I mean, the wind area alone covered much more than we typically think of with hurricanes and and so that's a big difference there with the size of the storm. And, the and that's
7: interesting, Melissa, because there's some in our office. We were talking about this that we had more. And you got to be careful because hurricane force wind gusts. I mean, hurricane force is sustained winds. But let's say this: we had a larger area with 75 mile per hour wind gusts than than we would see in a hurricane. I mean, it, it it's a different animal, no doubt about it. But I mean, it, you were just talking about it. I I didn't even mention the 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 winds were so strong in the Southwest Plains. We had brush fires that burned, and 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 they did lots of damage. I I, I saw a tweet, and I'm still trying to confirm it, that the 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 fires were so fast moving that there were cattle in the in the in the Southwest Plains that were burned and there's a lot of there's a lot of burned cattle in the area. They couldn't escape it. I'm trying to get verified that, but I saw that on Twitter. But I mean, it's just unbelievable what happened yesterday. Just the winds alone, not even going in to the skinny squall line that developed during the afternoon.
6: Yeah, and that one itself, you know, technically it's. In meteorological world we've been going back and forth because it's not what we think of as a derecho type setup but it the classifications of it it meant that so that's kind of the weird thing it's it's in a lot of eyes you're like not even thinking about that i wasn't even thinking about that and then when i saw that word getting thrown around i was like well yeah it meets the criteria it's not Mm -hmm. how we would typically get there but no uh thunderstorms and just even you know, how much that moved through, it moved into, well, as you know, my old stopping grounds in Northern Wisconsin. And when you think about Wisconsin, you think of dairy land and kind of open fields, but the driftless area in Southeastern Wisconsin and much of Northern Wisconsin is heavily treed. So schools are still closed up there today because there's so many trees down and so many people without power, they just can't get anywhere. And this is a time of year where we don't get anything but snow in northern wisconsin mm-hmm. like it's not mm-hmm. a thing to get rain and not a thing to get rain in the up Houghton got rain and that's mm-hmm. just not a thing
7: <laughs> no you know and it was funny we we were talking about this yesterday about the ratio you know it, and and i and we were talking about it. well this isn't the way it happens it usually you know there you, you can get it with strong storms we had a ratio in the uh, blizzard of 93 for example uh, there are two different kinds, and I forget the, 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 the classification, but you typically get it, the ratios, on the northern edges of ridges in the spring and summer where you have tremendous heat that feeds it, mm-hmm. not tremendous dynamics. But as I talked about yesterday, I was talking with Alex Zasnowski, and I said, what you have here is you have a skinny, you're plopping a skinny squall line in an area of damaging winds already. Mm -hmm. So there's and I I was saying there's no there's no question you're going to meet the criteria because you were getting the damaging thunderstorms, the damaging winds without the thunderstorms anyway. So once you got the thunderstorms and plopped them into the damaging winds, you were 100 percent guaranteed Mm -hmm. of reaching the criteria. So who knows how that's going to get defined? But it's certainly one for the ages. I mean, Justin, I was, uh, you know, when you talk about the severe weather yesterday, it's almost as if. You had 15 inches of snow and then you had uh, uh, like two to four inches of uh, of snow following the main storm. That's what it was like yesterday with the 15 inches of snow being the widespread wind and mm-hmm. then the severe weather on top of it. I mean, it's very rare that the, the severe weather would take a back seat to anything in December if you have it. But yet it did because of how strong the winds were. I mean, the wind shut down Interstate 70. In Kansas yesterday for a time, there were so many uh, overturned uh, tractor trailers on interstates 80 and 70 roads were closed just because of the wind alone. And you don't get that Mm -mm. a lot of times you get roads closed in ice and snow, but wind, large chunks. That's how strong the winds were yesterday.
6: So, Bernie, you talk a lot about remembering different storms and stuff. And obviously, we talk about hurricanes, blizzard of 93. Is this going to be the. The windstorm of December 2021, you remember? Like, yeah, no question. Event,
7: no question, no question. I mean, I mean, you had a wind gust of 107 miles per hour in in Lamar, Colorado. Yeah, now listen, I know that's flat and it's easy for the wind to blow there, but you're not getting any help. It's not like, you know, it would be one thing if it was bolder. Or someplace in the lee of the mountain ranges where you can get the wind to downslope right off the mountains or funnel through some of the canyons and you can get that wind to uh, accelerate due to, you know, topography. That's not what happened in Lamar College. I mean, it was this upper low. It went negatively tilted. And on the southern side of this upper low, and certainly there was more to it than the upper low, you had this big upper high off the southeast coast, which was driving it too. And the, the pressure difference between that and the, and the upper low was what drove the wind. I mean, but there's going to be studies on this, you know, and this will be the great winds. Yeah. I don't know I mean. what it's going to be called, but the great wind event of December or the great wind event of of twenty twenty one. I mean, this was something that you're not going to see. I mean, you can get local winds like this, but the widespread winds, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, I didn't even do the math. What's the if if I had to do the distance like from Amarillo to Sault Ste. Marie. I mean, uh, you know, just oh, as in it a is even
6: New Mexico, right? Uh, or so. New be- Yeah. I, you know, even if you <laughs> go further. <laughs> yeah. I'm,
7: I'm even I, I was even wasn't sure how to do it like because you were getting miles. it in, the, in Utah early in the morning. But if you do a distance, let's say from Albuquerque to Sault Ste. Marie, that's a distance of fourteen hundred miles. So we're talking over a thousand miles mm-hmm. easily of damaging winds. Mm-hmm. And, and not just wind gusts 40. I mean, large areas of over 50, 60 miles an hour, you yeah. know, with this, I mean, that's that's an incredible amount of wind and uh, we had severe weather and we still and you and I were talking that I don't know yet. And as we're taping this, I've been coming to National Weather Service. I don't know if they've confirmed a tornado in southeastern Minnesota yet
6: if they do, though, that'll be the first, first time one, yeah. that we've ever seen a tornado reported in Minnesota in, in the December. Month of December, yeah, yes. So I mean, that, think about that's that. A kind of big news. Now, Wisconsin, they have seen uh, tornadoes in in December, so that wouldn't be as rare. And certainly, Iowa has, but Minnesota, you just you don't get that stuff no. this time of year. You no. I
7: didn't even First mention test. the record warmth. We may have had all time record December highs for states, I think, in Wisconsin I and, and, and Iowa. I, I don't know if that's been verified yet. I, I saw something from the SPC, Melissa. I mean, we can go all day with these stats. Mm. I mean, I, uh, 55 reports of 75 mile per hour wind gusts that were generated from thunderstorms. 55 reports of thunderstorm generated gusts of at least 75 miles per hour. That's the highest that's ever been recorded. They haven't been keeping that forever. I think was it 2004 since they start doing that. But still, I mean. Yeah.
6: It probably changes too. Is that a, is only a official NWS reporting sites like ASOS yeah, in- I, I don't know. Cause yeah. sometimes, you know, if, as, as we've gone throughout the years, there's obviously more stations too. So that can have an impact, but it's no still, question. It's, it's still noteworthy. It's because, noteworthy. Yes. Um, We just, that's how unique this system was.
7: Yeah. I mean, you know what, in real quick, you know, remember, I think you and I were talking, what was it on Friday? You and I were talking on Friday that that what was happening in, in California, that the Sierra by the time we would be a week from now. That there would be up to 10 feet of snow.
6: Yes. In the Sierra. Mm-hmm. And
7: I, I, you know I, I, uh, the storm, what, what? The last storm, What the last one, I think now this isn't the storm that this doesn't count the storm that we're, we're, that's going on here. Wednesday went on Wednesday night and Thursday. But I saw five, six feet of snow. I think there was another two to three feet of snow you know, in the last 24 hours. So I believe that you're going to see widespread seven to 10 feet of snow in the Sierra with our last two storms. And you know what that's done? That's taken the Sierra snowpack, which was what? 20% of normal Mm -hmm. for this time of the year. The new numbers are in, at least they may have been updated. The Northern Sierra is 73% of normal now, Mm -hmm. 73% of normal. And the Southern Sierra is at 97% of normal.
6: I wouldn't have thought that it changed that much based on one storm, but those snowpacks—it's—it's—it's it's done with with water content and yeah, storm, right? I, because, I don't, I mean, I, I'm not you know, sure. You can Melissa get inches of snow and it can compact and stuff, but I believe I believe they take a core sample and they do water content with yeah. that, and that's so it, something it's kind of interesting to see because I was like, I wouldn't have thought just that many feet of snow would have made that much of a difference. But I do think that the water content possibly was there with that much snow. Well, it
7: was and it wasn't. I mean, the second storm was a colder storm, mm-hmm. so we had snow levels that were a lot lower with this mm-hmm. second storm. But the first storm, snow levels started probably seven thousand feet. They did work their way down to about five thousand. So you probably had more water content. But I mean, your y- point's taken. I mean, they. It just shows you how important the Sierra snowfall is. But for those of you that you don't know, that's the reason why we have millions of people living in California, because they take all of that melting snow and they um, uh, transport it. it. Yeah. So that's why it's so critical. They get snow in the Sierra. It is more important for snow than rain because rain runs off. Right. And Mm -hmm. it gets into the streams, gets in the rivers, out into the ocean. But the snowpack sits there and waits. And then once you get into the summer months where, you know, once we get past December, you don't get You you virtually get no rain in California during the summer and spring months. I mean, virtually none. So the way you fill the reservoirs is snowmelt. And that's Mm -hmm. why California is in the predicament they're in, because they had virtually no. They had one big storm last year. Mm -hmm. And other than that, they didn't have any. Um, You know, you want to talk some stats. Uh, You know, Melissa, I I believe there's been over 11 inches of rain in San Francisco this water season and uh, uh, this wet season that begins October 1st and goes to May. They've Mm -hmm. had 11 inches. uh, I think they had seven all of last year, seven. And I think by the end of next week, that number in San Francisco could be 14 inches of rain since October. Yeah.
6: So let's talk about next week, because it it does seem, you know, it doesn't seem too much like there's going to be. There's going to be some changes, but it seems like the general pattern has been warm in the east, stormy in the west. And it seems like that that kind of holds as we get more systems coming into the west heading into the the weekend or beyond the weekend into next week.
7: Yeah, it's a stormy week in the west next week. You know, uh, there's another trough. Now, it's not it, it, it's complicated. It always is.
6: Ugh, yeah.
7: It's like relationships sometimes, Melissa. They're complicated sometimes. Well, the weather's like that usually. all the time. They're <laughs> worth it. They are. So this upper low is going to sit off the West Coast. And I think we're going to have rounds of rain and snow, central and northern California. I think there's more feet of snow coming for the Sierra. And I think, you know, there's at least because of the cumulative effect, at least a few inches of rain in California. Um, so that's, and the problem is you've heard me say this, how do you end drought in California? Floods. That's the way it works.
6: Uh, or just honestly, anywhere. Texas. Yeah, it really anywhere. Honestly, but I mean, anywhere because anywhere around so dry and stuff and then you start to see the rain. It, it tends to be
7: it, it, in other parts of the country. You can get cumulative effect. You know, you get an inch here against it's yeah. hard to rain in California. But when mm-hmm. it rains, it pours because of the topography. Mm-hmm. It's like that in Texas, too. All droughts and then floods. In Texas and in California. And it's like the water spigot. Either it's on or it's off. off. And now it's on. Okay. Hey, a couple of other things. Can you smell it? The snow chances in the east. You have the blinders on and my yeah, eyes are I wide open. Blinders
6: on. I need to take my eyes are on.
7: wide open. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of things before we go. There's an Is that inject- this
6: weekend? Yes.
7: Yeah. Now, it's not going to be. And, and, and people in Washington, D.C. are going to hate me. It's not D.C. It's not New York City. It's rarely it's not it DC rarely DC. is. Fair. I have so <laughs> many people, Melissa, telling me, why do all the storms miss D.C.? Because it's D.C. They only average, what, eight inches of snow per year? Or it's it's a small number. I'll,
1: I'll I tell you what, what My sister is.
7: is
6: probably one of those because she's a ski instructor that lives in the D.C. area. So she's probably one of those commenting every day.
7: Yeah, I mean, but there's an injection of cold air coming into the Northeast this week. I mean, a, a fresh injection, cold air, it's cold and it's dry, and it'll be colder than what you think. Not you, but everybody. It'll be colder and drier than what you think. And then the trough that's coming into the West, you know, that comes east and it provides this tremendous overrunning surface. And I think you're going to get an area of six plus inches of snow, not only in the mountains of Vermont, New Hampshire, but I think you're going to get it like uh, down in southern Vermont. I think the six inch line can go all the way down in the northern mass, eastern parts of Maine away from the coast. This is going to be a thump of snow. It's going to you know, and we already have a snow map, by the way, we have six to 10 inches that and three to six inches of snow all the way down in the northern parts of um mass and the snow the ice line can go right toward new york city not new york city no 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 not new york city new york (laughs) pennsylvania border that's the first (laughs) dump then it goes quiet until christmas day so you're going to get another you're going to we're going to miss out an opportunity tuesday wednesday We were talking about this last week. That's gone. That's a short wave. It goes off to the south. We missed that. But then there's another one coming in Christmas Eve that sets the table because that brings in some colder air. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have another because your upper low is going to be cutting off along the West Coast. You get this split flow. So you get the cold air coming in from the north, then you have energy coming in from the west and south. And there's a system going across the Midwest and Plains on Christmas Day that'll go into the Northeast Christmas night. That's your chance. Now, I guess the technical definition of a white Christmas is Christmas morning, not all day Christmas, right? But I, I do think I, think I don't all- know either.
6: Uh well, sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes it is like seven, eight AM that they officially <laughs> determine that.
7: Yeah, I, I forget, but that's what I'm looking at. I could smell it.
6: <laughs> hey, well, that will be good because my son doesn't know it. My one-year-old son, but he is getting a pair of skis from his aunt. Is he really for Christmas? Yes.
7: Do the Constanzers so, go skiing a lot?
6: Um, we we do we um we used to let me clarify.
7: <laughs> oh yeah yeah I understand that yeah.
6: Um, my husband and I, when we lived in northern Wisconsin, we used to go up to the UP and and ski in the Porkies a lot. And oh okay. Um, and it's so a beautiful we, area. We both we both do ski, but it. Life happens, and living in yeah. Mobile, Alabama, there wasn't that much skiing no, yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. you know, there were a couple of years where those we, we away. Didn't didn't you know they they lived the skis lived with Vaseline on the edges, yeah. and they didn't rust. But see, someday, someday we'll get out. Again.
7: In the in the Reno household, my wife Tyler and I, we would love to go to mm-hmm. a ski resort, but we never make it out on the mountain. Ah. We just stay in the stay in the warm areas, <laughs> enjoy the scenery. Do a little shopping, a little driving like around. Aspen or something. Yeah. I feel like yeah, we, that's, that's yeah. yeah th- really we we, we would like to go to Aspen. We're never going there though, but we would like to.
6: No, we, All we right, definitely well, would be skiing most of the day. The yeah,
7: constant. yeah, I I we we don't like the cold weather. So
6: yeah, but you we gotta don't. move. See, that's the thing. You gotta yeah. move to make it worth it. This is the that's one true. thing I learned in Wisconsin. If you don't move, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't or matter. Or you know what? When you live where you
7: lived, if you don't. Uh, embrace winner, you're going to have yeah. a sorry several months, right?
6: Yep. It's going to be a long time. Long
7: Anything time. else you want to talk about before we go? <gasps> our Packers are I was gonna say number we one seed. We've talked about we that. Talk you know, we have a big game on Sunday. I think if they, this is their hardest game. Yeah. Although I'm worried about Minnesota. Minnesota bugs me. I know it's a Green Bay. I don't like to play Minnesota. They bug me uh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, Well, we'll I see. see. I,
6: I feel like because my husband's from Minnesota, still a Packers fan. I have very different views on God, the Vikings. There's tons of most.
7: Packers fans in the Minneapolis area because oh, yeah. before Minnesota, when did Minnesota come into existence in the 60s? yeah. You know, they were that was Green Bay was their team. So mm-hmm. there's still lots of Packer fans in there.
6: Yeah. But, and, and even so, lots of people like live on either side of the border too, Yeah. The, the, the cities are not that far away. There are people that live in Wisconsin commute into the cities and stuff. So it's, it's a good rivalry.
7: It is. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. We got to go. Melissa's got to get to work. I got to go home. What's mm-hmm. <sighs> to talk about. All right. Tomorrow. We're going to talk about next week. And I want to see if Melissa smells the snow, like I do.
6: You're going to have to give me a moment to, 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 Declog clog yeah. my nose. Declog
7: clog you. You know what? Get get the nasal spray.
6: Get the rain and the the spring yeah. day that we just had out out of, out of out your out
7: system, of system and see if you. I'm smelling. I'm telling Tuesday, you,
6: Bernie. It was gorgeous too.
7: It was. And today's going to be great. But I'm telling you, I've been looking and waiting. Not that this is a blockbuster storm Christmas day. I'm not saying that. But there's a storm. I could feel it. If you have any questions, you can uh, well you can contact us. What's your Twitter account?
6: Constanzer Weather W
7: X at the end. I'm at accureno and of course, mm-hmm. um, make sure you download the AccuWeather app. Lots, <laughs> just lots to going on. Have yourself a good Thursday, and you know what, you know what tonight is at the Reno household. It's pizza night. I was.
6: I, it's pizza. I almost night. said California chicken cheesesteak. No, that's, that's tomorrow, Friday that's night. Tomorrow, I you know. know but see, than that.
7: this is like the appetizer before the main course. <laughs> and as you get older, you start enjoying bad food a lot more because you don't eat it as this, oh god you, because you know what the problem is when you're younger you can eat whatever you want right as you mm-hmm. get to be my age you have to be a little selective so like, like this is huge
6: i, feel I look like forward I enjoy... to this on monday gotcha yeah. i feel like i enjoy food a little bit more now that i'm older like i you know, honestly, the best gifts for Christmas are grocery store gift cards. If I can get that <laughs> Gulf shrimp and like bring it home and put it on the grill with some ribeye steaks, like that is the happiest day. Well, there for you me. go. You know, it looking... goes a long way, but I like I kind of like the splurging on, you know, well there you go. Things.
7: Anybody that's looking to get Melissa a gift card or a, a Christmas present, just a gift card, grocery gift card is good enough. She's a good simple enough. gal
6: just give me food the gift gift, give
7: me food have yourself a good wednesday night no 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 have a good thursday night what am i talking about it's been a long day thank you for listening to today's edition of weather insider for the latest in breaking weather news be sure to follow bernie Reno on twitter at Acura and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: You're listening to Michigan Speak Out on News Horse One, Michigan, the afternoon podcast. Coming up, starting on Sunday and going until just after Christmas. We here at the radio station are going to entertain you with Christmas music. We did this when we were known as SME Community Radio. We did a few days of it. We're going to go for a full week. So we're also going to give you a special podcast Christmas present from Paul Harvey. His Christmas stories. We're going to make a podcast of his Christmas stories as our gift from the radio station to all of you. Now, what are we going to be playing for music this year? Pretty much about like we did last year. A lot of the forgotten songs, overlooked songs, funny songs, and traditional ones. And one of those songs that was just popular back during the recession on Froggy and Hippie Radio 1340, if you remember when WTRC was that format, was this one. And we'll leave it with you on that. So get ready for Christmas music all week next week on our iRadio channel we'll see you soon have a good one gang as Lynn Gerard would say
3: I want
2: a hippobottom for Christmas only a hippobottom Fazer. Mas...